you've heard episode 31 of Soccer Cards United, but you had questions, that's okay. We have answers. My name is Jason, and this is Postcards United, the Q&A show that accompanies each episode of Soccer Cards United. You send in your soccer card questions on a postcard. You get your soccer card answers on a podcast. And the other host is Enzo. Hi, Enzo. Jesus. Hey, Jason. How you doing? Well, I think I'm sounding bad because I have forgot my cable for my mic. But apart from that, I'm doing very well. We've had a long string of technical issues since we hit episode 30. And we're continuing yeah. that tonight. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, we moved the release date of, or the release time, I guess, of Postcard United. Instead of it being up at like the middle of the night, Irish time on a Monday, it's now up on the evening of a Monday. So it's, it should be out at like, you know, before midnight, uh, generally on Monday evenings. Um, so yeah, we did that because we wanted to start doing live streams more and more on Sundays. So if you're not subscribed to us on in, or you don't follow us on Instagram and Twitter, do that. We're going to start doing that. And then also maybe start doing some YouTube live streams as well on Sundays. So we wanted to free up that and not have to do postcards on Sundays. So now we do postcards on Mondays and I edit them up, lickety split and get them out to you uh by sunday night so or by, by monday night sorry so there you go that's the new thing uh, and so any personal news to share with um, us now i don't think so i'm trying to think i mean i don't know if it counts as personal i wasn't referencing anything in particular i'm just well, no, i'm just things wondering. are pretty chill i've been very busy in work but um hopefully that tapers down now as the week goes on what are you drinking jason that water or something else i've got a nice bit of a kind of a, a cordial like an apple and pear, like a maybe like a Robinson's or a My Wadi or say, something like that. I love this card. The gold. Yeah, you hold up your marker, Roy. Yeah, frame. it's beautiful. I can't like I wanted to sell it, but I genuinely just like having it. And I'm also like, there's no reason to ever grade this card. Do you know what I mean? Because no, the nice part is the frame. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I agree. Um, last night, Enzo, on Sunday night, we did a, an Instagram live and we ripped Ooh. a big load of boxes of top summer signings, a notorious flop set. We said, let's prove to ourselves that this was actually not a flop set and people should have uh, taken it on board. But then we did it and it was good fun. We got some autos. We got some parallels. You can head on over to our Instagram at Soccer Cards United and have a look and see what we pulled out of all those boxes of summer signings. Um, yeah, that was good it fun. was good fun. Um, I don't remember if the autos successfully hit the fifty percent mark. I think we slightly under. No, they they didn't. But we still we got some big hits. I checked some of the comps and and then even Kai Havertz, who we picked up a few of, uh, had a good game today of all things. So maybe he had a good game. Oh my god, we talked extensively yesterday because we got a couple of Kai Havertz parallels. Uh, about how he was an absolute flop and wasn't doing well and all that stuff and how we'd called it and oh my god aren't we so smart that we know so much about football and then I said to you I think Thomas Tuchel is going to play a bit further forward uh, which he did and um, it worked yeah. turns out Thomas Tuchel might know what he's doing more than Oof. Frank Lampard Mason Mount was on the bench so I don't yeah um, right let's You've get no to the questions news yourself no Nothing going on with me. Okay. This one, sadly no. enough for this question, I don't have anyone to credit it to because, Jason, as you can see here, I am, um, well, maybe you can't. 
I screenshotted I it, but when now. I screenshotted it, there was a clubhouse notification which has blocked the username. And oh. I'm not going back to try and find it because I'll only lose it. <laughs> so this, this is from Anonymous. I'm very sorry. But he said this, Jason. You ready? And I literally said, yeah. we'll hit this at PCU. I want to hear Jason's view. So here we go. Billy Gilmore. Old or sell. Yeah. Maybe a good question for yeah. Postcards United. 19 years old. He's given us a bit of background. 19 years old. Seven starts. But then moved back to the under 23s. Kante's back in form. He pulled an of 25 from prison. An of 25 from prison. And he's debating what to do. And he said, also interested in your thoughts on second year Greenwoods, which I assume he's probably talking Prism as well. Okay, so first off, um, does Billy Gilmore have an RC I logo in this year's Prism? Might. I don't know. I might just I might just check that real quick. That's I would kind say of he does. That's my take. Because who? If he, yeah. All right, if, you're if guessing he that he does. does. You know. Yeah, I'm seeing it here now. Does he have? He does. He has the. He has the RC logo there, Billy Gilmore. So that's good. First of all, that's yeah. strong. That's always going to have a Prism little bit of value because it has logo. the RC logo and it's Prism. So you're good in terms of as we always say. One of the criteria is mm-hmm. what's the card? It's a Prism RC. So that's important. An off twenty five. Right? Yeah. It's an off twenty five. Okay, so it's an off twenty five Prism RC. So it could be of Mickey Mouse and it still has yeah. some value. So bear that <laughs> in mind. Like, I, I have a load of Billy Gilmore stickers from last mm. season, which are, like, his quote-unquote true rookie. Not that anyone will care. Um, but so that but that doesn't have that much value because, you know, at the end of the day, I say that's his true rookie and everyone goes, yeah, but he's who is Billy Gilmore? That only really, like, it only matters, I think, in cases where, like, the player is, like, really good mm. or has a lot of hype. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. So, Billy Gilmore, what to do? Well, let's think. He's a young Scottish midfielder. Um, he's had a lot of good games under Frank Lampard when he, when Frank Lampard was Chelsea manager. He's generally seen as very talented. Uh, Thomas Tuchel is, has taken over Chelsea in a in a kind of crisis situation where he has to get them into the top four. He has loads of midfielders to work with. He has Kante, he has Kovacic, Kovacic he has Jorginho, he has Mason Mount, he has Kai Havertz can play in midfield. Um yeah. He has loads. So who am I forgetting? I'm probably forgetting loads as well. So is Billy Gilmore a priority? Is is blooding youth a priority for Thomas Tuchel? No, Frank Lampard was doing mm. that, you know? Getting success is Thomas Tuchel's brief at Chelsea, which is really the brief of every Chelsea manager. Um, Frank Lampard got to kind of fuck around a bit because he was Frank And there was a transfer ban for um, that And there was a transfer ban. So I think if you're holding him because you think he's going to break into the Chelsea first team and be an influential midfielder, you know, like a Mason Mount kind of scenario. I don't think that's the case for Billy Gilmore. Um, so then the question is, where else is he going to get a bit of exposure? Well, he might go on loan next season. Um, think of all the Chelsea uh, players who haven't broken into the first team. Romelu Lukaku, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Mohamed Salah. They're all attackers, obviously. But like, there's loads and loads of players that have played for Chelsea that haven't broken into the first team and turned out to be very, very good. Um, And I think Scotland are going to the Euros, aren't yeah. they? You said that. So, <laughs> I think bloody Scotland are going to the Euros. Ugh. Um, yeah, so maybe he's going to the Euros. I'm not sure uh, if he is, but he might be in a, a chance for a spot there with Scott McTominay and 
uh, a couple of others there um, in the in the Scottish midfield. I would say hold him. There's no there's no benefit it, to selling. I would say him it now, depends on what the there? price is now. Um, oh. If the price is kind of good, I'd almost shift him on because I don't think he's a. I think he's a good player. Could be a great player, but I don't think he. No, he's a good player. Yeah, no, not I don't, a I don't player. think so. I think I think it's a good time to sell probably Prism hype or C logo. And sometimes you can sell on someone's possible potential more so than their performance. Right. I'm seeing yeah. one on eBay. Number to no? uh, it's a, number to 25. It's the orange mm-hmm. uh, parallel. And it's 2,000 euro <laughs> on, on eBay. If you're getting that US. kind of money, sell that shit. Yeah, but I don't think you are getting that kind of money. I think it's just somebody who spent a lot of money on a Prism Hobby Box and it's like, Billy Gilmore, okay. <laughs> Let me, uh, like, Num- for numbered example... Numbered prisms and numbers top chrome are very rare in general. Well, yeah, there's only 25 like of them. It, in it's this even, case. like, the likelihood of hitting it is so rare because of the print run of those boxes, if that makes sense. Yeah, but let's have a look at, like, some of what Billy Gilmore in general is selling for recently. Um, He was in Match Attacks Chrome. There you go, he's in Match Attacks Chrome. He had a... Uh, uh, transfer update sticker as well. Like he's not selling for great money here. Eleven euro for an of two ninety nine. Oh, there's a best offer accepted on a of a one nine nine prism. Uh, best offer accept- it was the original price was four hundred nineteen. Not sure what it sold for. An of ninety nine sold for two hundred and fifty six euro just okay. there. I mean, you might get five hundred quid for a of twenty five. Billy Gilmore. That. I would take that at this stage because there's a lot of variables that are yeah, in play. Yeah, take that shit. You, you've pretty much broke even on your prison box. You've had your fun. Get out while you can. That's my... Yeah, I, I would say sell them. Um, but there's, but don't sell them because it's it's the economically sensible thing to do. Don't sell them because Billy Gilmore is, isn't is any good. And that car, I think that card would have some value in two or three seasons. But if you just dropped $650 on a prison box... Um, yeah, and then second year Greenwoods, who we might be sitting on to. What do you think about the Prism Greenwood? Um, well, I you'd have to answer that. I don't even really rate the first Fair. year Greenwood. Um, I think Prism would always get hype, but I think that there's enough shit out from last year. I think the Donruss debuts is always going to be the card, the Chronicles cards, um, and his tops now, and his Premier League sticker kind of most likely tops now and Donruss, and he needs to play better if. His cards are ever gonna have value, I guess. Yeah, I guess he has a, a cool color blast. That's true. Um, in this year's that prism, would be cool. which is good. I think Prism in general will, will do well, but I wouldn't be caring too much about it for himself. Okay. Yeah. If you, by the way, if, if you get it, if you get over five hundred euro for Billy Gilmore of twenty five, uh, yeah, let us know. That's key. Um, Jason Soccer Cards UK hit us up on Instagram and said, "Have you looked into NBA Top Shot NFT?" Prices are low for the packs, but then resell on the content sells for a lot. You seen much of that? Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, I've been following uh, with Oof. great interest uh, the development of the uh, sports NFT market over the last few months. Um, and with Top Shot, one of the things I love about Top Shot is so for anyone who doesn't know, Top Shot is like these little videos. Um, they're created as NFTs, so they're created as these little digital collectibles. They're on the blockchain. You own the video. Other people can watch the video or screen cap the video or whatever it is, but you own it and it's registered to you, and you can trade it. And um, so, yeah, 
what I like about Top Shot is it does have that lottery system like sports cards where you are in line for a pack, you might not get a pack, but if you get a pack and you open it, you might hit a big one and you can sell the big one exactly yeah. like a hobby box, right? Because um, I've been thinking about this because I think a lot about So Rare, which is kind of people say that's soccer's top shot. And what I think So Rare is missing packs. is packs. There's no, it's it's not a game of, of luck or a game of... Chance chance there's no chance element so it's all like you don't have to know diddly squat about football you can just come in and be a big stack bully and say i'm i'm putting down fifty thousand. i'm putting down ten thousand, and bam 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 i'm gonna beat all these people who are more skillful yeah, but i guess you know part, part of it's so um, rare I'll, I'll semi-debate that part is so rare is if you know the football well enough you can pick up the high performing players that are more so under the radar than the classic mbappes and you could then win shit but yeah i do no yeah, but Enzo, it's not, it's not, it's not Mbappe. That's what I don't think is. is I, I've, I've been looking around Sora like it's, and it's not like everybody except Mbappe is cheap. Mm. Like, and it's also football. It doesn't. The ladder of football doesn't start with people under the rate. That's the point. Like, I guess it's like maybe the American influence is like if you're not Mbappe or Cristiano Ronaldo, you're an under the radar soccer player, but you're not. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's, like what's Nico Barella? Two thousand, two and a half. 2000 and yet when we talk about Nico Barella on the podcast people go that's good to see Nico Barella getting out of airtime people don't usually talk about him as one of the brightest midfielders in the game yeah. you know what I mean like so whereas with Top Shot I do I haven't been I haven't gotten involved in Top Shot at all because I'm just not a basketball guy um, but I, I do like the idea that you get to open a pack and like oh what did I get yeah, you, you see know? a video that's kind of fun um, you see a video on, and you're J- like Jason, oh and if you're a basketball fan you're like Neil Lennon sticker yeah. is staring at me and I just want it could you move the red thing slightly to the right? <laughs> Can you cover that, please? Yeah, Neil, Neil Lennon is right it's over very my left shoulder for anyone who doesn't. Yeah, I'm going to cover him with a book called The Path to Rome by Ilair Bella. There's a bit of culture there to cover um, up that man. There we go. Thank you. A bit of culture there. Okay, yeah. So, uh, in the week that uh, Rangers win the league, it's only right that we cover Neil Lennon in shame. <laughs> He brought this great tragedy upon us all uh, when we needed him most. <laughs> so anyway, what was I going to say? Uh, oh yeah, so I like this idea of Top Shot and there being like an element, a chance element. And I think that if... Okay, here's my big pitch for So Rare, right? So if anyone doesn't know, when you start on So Rare, you, there's like a, you, you do open packs. You open packs of... Um, Commons. What do you call it? Commons, right? And they're they're not real... Uh, NFTs and you can use them in rookie tournaments just to learn the mechanics of the game and uh, all that stuff right I think that the way to take so rare I mean they're not they don't need advice from me they just raised 50 million euro they're doing great they have like so many famous people involved and it's fantastic and I've actually played it a little bit and it is fun but I think what would make it really good and what would completely stop all of the yeah but you need a thousand euro to get in yeah but you need ten thousand euro to get all that argument is if after completing XYZ amount of challenges in the rookie league, you get to open one rare mm. card. And it's never gonna be it's never gonna be like a tier well, I don't know, I think they have yeah. like tier one, tier two, tier th- tier three, and then like a super rare or not a super rare, uh, what do you call it? A unique is never that, but like just if, if there was some way that even I could like get from common to somewhere else so that I didn't have to buy all my cards I could just get like one card and it was like a chance element and I might pick up someone 
that's worth 800 euro and then I, I can the sell flaw, him. The and flaw can, of that, you know what I mean? And I know it's very romanticized. Yeah. I know that there's so many teams, so many players, but there's so few cards minted. You know what I mean? Like with the amount of users, you give them all rare players, yeah. which is partially why yeah. it's so expensive. It's just supply, demand, supply, demand, supply, demand. So sounds great, Jason, on paper. Happy done. I, I would almost say like a lottery. No, but you, you, but you're assuming that they're, they're, they won't add more players or more leagues. I'm assuming no, that can still happen. But like if you if you look at the amount of people that are, I think you'd have to do a lot to get that rare player. You can't just give it out to people who could then have a dead account if they don't really give a shit. Okay, sure, 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 sure. But sure, even sure, so, there, sure. there should be something. There should. Maybe you do. Do you do you win a do you win a, a rare if you yeah, win the if rookie you win league? the if you come first or second or third you get a rare. So you just have to. Be okay, good. but can you use rares you can in use the rookie two league? rares? Okay, so then that's so then they have to not do <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it has to be like you win that you there are prizes for the rookie league. Um, but you can't use rares, cause I know they're obviously that's not yeah. their business model because they're like well, people have to buy have to have to spend on the platform. I know, but I just think what I like about coming at it from a hobby point of view because obviously people talking about all this crossover between the hobby and and like really when you get down to it, what is great about a hobby box is that you can open a hobby box and you can get an all twenty five <laughs> Billy Gilmore and you might not want it, but somebody else wants it, and now all of a sudden you've spent. $650 on a prison box you've pulled a Billy Gilmore you sell him to an eccentric Scottish Chelsea collector for two and a half thousand and now all of a sudden you're in you're in the hobby like oh my god I just spent $650 and they got this thing and now I'm in I think like, alternatively hooked, to what you know? you're saying I think that they should just have packets that could give you so say for example a packet that was like 600 quid for a rare player and you don't know you could end up getting an Mbappe which now gets you to 50 grand or you could get and on the on the flip side, of that I say you could get, but there's very few players below six hundred anyway, really. Um, maybe in tier three or whatever, but you know what I mean. Like, I think they just need a packet, a pack system. A, pa- a pack system would be nice, just to like we don't they don't obviously they don't need to sit here and listen to suggestions most, but I think that's at that mo- at this moment in time, I think that that's what. If I'm a hobbyist who's if I'm like a hobby person who's into soccer and basketball. And I'm like, I could get into store or I could just buy a Top Shop pack. I feel like a Top Shop pack is more yeah. fun. I know that you know, I know they're really hard to get because there's like a, a big queue and there's a lottery system and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to hear people's thoughts on this. There you go. I still don't fully comprehend Top Shot in terms of having a uh, a highlight. I don't fully get it, but I haven't really. How do you mean? It's like a video and you own the video. I kind of get confused by it. Well, it's digital. It's, that's the whole thing. Is like digital ownership, um, of it started off by by being like art, and uh, what's the guy's name? Bleep bloop or something? Beeble, mm. Beeple, something like that. There's some guy. He's a digital artist. Um, I'm gonna call him Bleep Bloop, even though that's definitely not his name, and it's very disrespectful. Um, and so the idea that you own this video, it's I don't know. A lot of this stuff ends up just kind of sounds like a Ponzi mm. scheme, like when you pitch it. You're like, and then you own that video and other people want that video because it has a resale value and they're like, wait, so they're buying it off you because they can sell it onto mm-hmm. other people. It, but does it have any intrinsic value? I don't know. Um, but everyone's having a lot of fun. That that's what, what counts, counts until the shit falls. Until it all crashes. <laughs> yeah, we have another one from JP McIver on Instagram. Hey, 
and, and oh, I just been left for a week or two. He reminded me. It was very funny. I need to start logging questions. I had a great system back in the day, but I lost it. Um, what's your thoughts on the tops now Mbappe hat trick release? <laughs> That's how you know this is a while ago. Sorry, picked up five first ever retail purchase. To be honest, was fo was a FOMO purchase, right? So it was a FOMO purchase. Oh wait, I think that's question one. Is it? What do we think of that? I, I thought it was a cool card, iconic card. I don't know what the print runner was. There was a shot of parallel, so it could have been a good one. Maybe the print. Yeah. Yeah, I I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and a FOMO card. Yeah, if you're a fan, like that's just a yeah, cool and five, card. Five, you haven't broke the bank either, so you're good. I think. You're good. Nice purchase. You probably sell them at yeah, ten or each if you want it. Also, the living the living card sets in general. What's your thoughts on them as a long term old? As a Man United fan, I got excited about Diallo coming on for United in the Europa League. was hoping Tops Now would release something, which they did. But it's a living set card, and the resale for those don't seem to be really big, using Mason Greenwood as an example. I also don't really like the card, but I would invest long-term if it was worth it. Thanks again to both yourself and Jason. I'm loving being in the hobby, and I don't think I would have ever purchased my first cards without your help. I will get something off your store soon to return the love. Wink emoji. Thanks, Jake. Oh, that's nice. I uh, never, I never got into the living yeah. set at all. No. The extent of our interaction with the living set was that somebody taught us <laughs> how to how to say it and how what it was. It. Because we were always saying the living set and then we found out it's the living yeah. set. So it, the set is alive. <laughs> that was... No, remember, oh, it was yeah, very remember. early in the podcast. We were like, what does that mean? Because it's like... Is it a set for a living or what is it? And someone's like, no, no, the set itself moves and changes and adds adds to itself as things go. Yeah, it's the no living checklist. set. There's, an infinite there's no checklist. Yeah. It's alive. It's alive. That should be the tagline, the living set. It's living alive. Set, it's alive. The resale value of the living set, pretty much dead. It's dead. It's dead. Yeah, it's Definitely very sick at least. Definitely not living. No. I think the um, issue... Yeah, we've put the, the reset value of it into a reduced comma. I think the issue with yeah? the living set is that I don't think, and maybe maybe there is someone, but I don't think there's ever been a case where someone's only card for a calendar year is their living set. And so it always mm. just takes second. No one cares about it. Like Camavinga, I think, came out with an RC logo, which is a bit wild. Maybe that one has some love. I haven't paid attention to it. It's not. Yeah. They're just not. They ain't it. No, I mean, if it, if it ended up being... But doesn't the Mad Diallo have a calciatory yeah, sticker? Which is definitely the go-to. I think that's around 50 quid at the minute. Yeah. So, if you're a United fan and you believe in Diallo, pick it up, but don't pick it up for anything more than sentimental value. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But this is already all in the past, anyway. Yeah, I don't think you can pick it up right now. Um, I'm, a bit, I'm checking his sticker. I'm a Diallo live, live on you check oh, it's taking okay, it's taking yeah, a huge nice, dip, nice. a huge dive. <laughs> <laughs> um, lowest 20, 28 euro, oh, yeah, not too yeah. bad, twenty eight euro for an Amadiallo rookie sticker. Um, yeah, you imagine if he one. makes an appearance and does anything, that'll probably double in value though. So there's a nice quick flip if yes. anyone's paying attention at home. Fanny was looking for that. And next one on the agenda. Oh, this is an important one, Jason. We were alerted to mm -hmm. a current ongoing eBay scam, Jason. So Ooh. this is a PSA for the people, for the listeners. I want to read. This is 
Public yeah. service announcement, not professional sports Lewis authentication. 141 hit us up and said, Hi, mate, can you make your listeners aware on the next pod you do about these scams? Basically, they have you have to sign into eBay and then they use your details for your card from your account for Acceptor. And I was like, I didn't understand that question fully. Can you elaborate? And he did. And he said, so they sent me an email. So someone sent them an email. And they the make it look did. like it's from eBay. So that's mm. with a link that says respond now. It then this yeah. is a phishing email they call it. Gets you to sign in, and once you've signed in, they obviously have your details, and the scammer has scammed you. So be careful of anything eBay sends you. Do you think the scammer, does he purchase stuff from his own I'm pretty sure you can like, have your own details. Like, I'm pretty sure like your card details are on eBay and shit like that. But yeah, you're probably going on a buying spree as well. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so... If you get an email from eBay saying you have to sign in to your eBay account, don't. Only sign into eBay from the eBay app or web desktop, desktop yeah, yeah, yeah. app. Okay, that's a good that's Here a good catch. Um, yeah. So thank you for that. The people need to know. Um, true. Okay. And if you have any other scams uh, that you've heard about in the hobby, wherever you may be, um. Do uh, let us know about them, and we'll highlight them on the show on a new segment that we're calling Scam Watch. Jason Callum Miller, I love that. Callum Miller hit us up and said, "Can you compare your experience buying cards off ComC, eBay, or PWCC?" Yes. Um, well, I we both done eBay. You've done PWCC, yeah, and so I've together done we've done it all. We've done it all. We've been there. We've seen it all. We've got the many many T-shirts. eBay is uh very straightforward and uh has i actually like ebay much more as a buyer than i do as a seller um you know i I like buying things on ebay i think (laughs) i think it's easy to do um you can yeah if you're paying with paypal you kind of know you have a recourse kind of thing as a seller i cannot stand ebay at all i i feel like it's completely in favor of the buyer so as a buyer i love that um and also like um eBay is generally good at like telling you how much stuff is going to cost to get to you and all that stuff. And uh, if you use their global shipping program to buy stuff, they they're you know they're good. I like them. I like buying on eBay. Come see, I've bought stuff on. It's super easy. It's kind of fun because you have like a little portfolio. You put some money, you put some store credit in. You just kind of click around, build up a little collection, and you can trade. Um, and you can get stuff sent to you then in consignments. I found it very easy. There's, there's a lot of stuff in on ComC that isn't like labeled correctly. Uh, for soccer, their rookie designations are all over the place. And they have like rookie card, rookie year, and pre-rookie <laughs> card. And it doesn't make any sense. Um, but there is some really cool stuff on there, like weird random soccer stuff, um, which I like too. So I would say overall... I prefer buying on eBay because it is already on its way to mm. me um, when I buy it, even though on ComC... I'll tell you, a bit, my own personal experience, I, I want to build a Republic of Ireland mm-hmm. uh, PC. And I've been looking, and what I might do is buy up like everything for Ireland on ComC People have just first. upped their prices on ComC of any Irish player they have. Why did I say that on the air before I bought anything? Don't up your prices. Come on. So, yeah. 
So I'm thinking I, I could just hoover all that up. Like if you want to build a collection of somebody or a collection of a team, you can buy it all on ComC and then just pay for one yeah. shipping thing. So I would say ComC is really good for building collections or for like hoovering up a particular player that you want to hold and then sell or whatever. For volume, it's good for um, volume. But eBay is good for volume. eBay is better for like finding those singles yeah, that um, you want. How's PWCC? PWCC is obviously high-end cards, high-end shit, graded shit. I think it's really, yeah. really good for that because you know what you're getting. You know it's not fake. You know you're able to leave it in the vault. Like for example, I got my PSA rookie, PSA eight, messy rookie, mega crack sixty-two, um, and I just mm-hmm. left it in the vault, and its price has just been going up since, and it's just great. And then eventually, when I sell it, can yeah, you sell it from and the it vault? It goes straight onto the PWCC auction, so okay. it's great. And they do it all from I think Seattle. Am I wrong in saying Seattle? Somewhere that is um, what do you call it? Tax free as well I think Seattle how do you mean like, tax you just free? don't pay sales tax or some shit yeah, oh yeah. there's no sales so tax you just get your money it's, that's nice listen PWCC is great the vault is an absolute lifesaver however it is upsetting to buy a high end card and not have it in your hand yeah um, do you know what I saw speaking of, of high end stuff I saw SGC mm. Um, somebody I don't know who the, who said this or who showed me or somebody maybe somebody was showing somebody else and I you just, just heard about it around. Um, I just heard about it I'm vaguely remembering and you think it was it. your experience and uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> tweets that I see have become my own experience due to the pandemic <laughs> uh, it's like if you get a grade if you grade something with SGC they will send you a high resolution scan of the slab um, as they're sending because, it to you. Okay, so they'll scan it and then send it to you so you know what you're getting? Yeah, and so that you can sell it if you want to using those oh. images. You don't have to t- ever take your own pictures of your slabs because when they, when they grade it, they'll scan it and you can just use that at okay. forevermore. Which I think is wonderful because one of the parts I hate about selling cards the most is trying That's to so photograph true. them. And I'll say this. With grading companies trying to break the kind of duopoly mold, SGC are killing it. HGA yeah, are, are like the resale of the living set. They're, they're dead. Luis Berger hit us up on Instagram or Twitter, maybe? Twitter, yeah. Looking for, oh yeah, this is actually important. I, I don't know if this has happened before our last episode and we forgot about it, or I don't know if we talked about it and I forgot about it. It's very hard to know. The PSA price okay. changes. Did we speak about that? At length. <laughs> it was a whole well, East. Okay, shit. Well, the question was related to that, so we can still do it. He said, um, looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about the PSA pricing and the ripple effects that might have. I, for one, am new to the hobby and have been planning my first flip sales, so this news is definitely disruptive. Then he said, I'm strongly considering moving to HGA and seeing where it goes. No. No, don't see where it goes with your cards. Let other people see where I've it goes with their Twitter cards. Today, Jason, and, uh, there was four subgrades. They were 9, 9, 8.5, and 9. And HGA overall grade was 9.5. <laughs> like, we're not actually trying to fight HGA. No, That's not what we want. That. We don't fight um, people. We don't fight people. We're very, actually, nice. Um, but, <laughs> well, yeah. Don't let other people... Be the guinea pigs for yeah, don't, HGA. Don't do that. SG, if you're trying to be alternate SGC or BBS, BGS. Yeah, who aren't even really like 
alternate. They're just not yeah, PSA. PSA for the time being. But also their cards, their slabs are the most valuable right now as well. That is very true. And Jason, with that, we have actually wrapped up the questions. That's all yeah. we have on questions? Oh my God. Wait, where are we? Okay. okay well, we had a few... Um, 32 minutes in. We still wanted to talk about though. There was definitely some things we flagged. I think the you wanted to say something about the football index uh, fiasco that had taken place. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, some of our listeners will know uh, we've talked about this platform uh, that was active in the UK and Ireland called Football Index, which was like this thing where you could buy uh, shares in the kind of digital version of a player and they could win you dividends based on their performance and they rose in value, like a stock market for football players. Um, great concept. Everyone loved the concept. Wonderful. Lots huge of people community. put a lot of money into it and over huge community, very active on social media. And um, our good friend John Ellis hosted the Football Index Weekly podcast for a long time, recently uh, retired from that. Um, and during the week, there was basically the market there crashed. Um, there was an announcement um, that they were completely reformatting uh, how it all worked and devaluing everybody's shares, uh, uh, assets. And there was basically a lot of people lost an awful lot of money. The reason we bring it up is because... Um, a lot of people have come over from the football index crowd to sports cards to soccer cards and because a lot of their knowledge would be applicable um and we just wanted to say that we are thinking about them right now for anyone who was affected by the the football index crash we hope they're doing okay and if you are someone who has been affected by it don't forget there are places you can go and there are supports out there and and we just want to say we're thinking about you we're hoping you're okay and uh, we also just want to say, as a kind of cautionary tale as well, to people who maybe are thinking about quote-unquote investing in sports cards, never never bet, and it is a bet, never bet more than you yeah, can afford to over um, expose yourself. Never overexpose yourself. Um, you know, like, if you're investing in sports cards, because you say, well, like, oh, there's nothing in the bank for me, like, you know, there's in negative interest rates and all that, it's still not a silly idea to put some of your money away right. in cash, you know? Um, like, do put some of your money away in cash. Like, don't go all in on Diversify anything, really, I life. would say. Diversify your portfolio, absolutely. Um, because there's some people that were kind of completely all in on, on this platform and it crashed and now they're just wiped out, even though they had done the responsible... They'd done everything responsibly apart from diversifying yeah. and it, it wasn't even them doing the wrong things it was literally the platform and uh, the people in charge of the platform fucking it up you, you can yeah they you mismanaged can, it there's there's yeah, questions you can, of fraud you can back the right horse sorts. but if the rules change and they say the horse that comes last is actually the winner then you know you're fucked so, yeah yeah i definitely think there's yeah, a fraud absolutely. case there though it was um, a really interesting situation that kind of played out there yeah, it, it's crazy. I don't fully understand what happened. Um, but I, I just saw a lot of devastation on the timeline. And we just wanted to say to any of our listeners who are into Football Index, we are sorry to hear this. Um, and I also, I hope as well that Enzo, because obviously like there would have been a lot of people creating content for, for uh, Football Index and stuff. And a lot of like, I would have seen a lot on social media about like, um, go 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 this is only going to the moon and all that stuff and then it like toxic and stuff like when it things mm. dipped and all that stuff 
and I just want to say I, I'm, I'm grateful that we kind of as a soccer card community so far have been able to have a situation where there's not that much toxicity there's not that many people um calling each other out but at the same time there's not people there's always a, a voice to say well I don't know if that's necessarily the right thing or that's necessarily the right thing or I just I just think we have to maintain an open uh, healthy community with as few hidden agendas as possible I don't care if anyone <laughs> has any agendas but I don't like hidden fair, agendas you know statement. I think it's also a cautionary tale just be yeah. careful never 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 over expose yourself and what you're doing without diversification yes yes okay and by the way if you think that like and what we mean by that is like now obviously Mbappe and Haaland I think are going to be the next two greats like mm-hmm. of, of, of world football somebody said by the way I think it was a, an interesting thing who scored uh, they were like Mbappe and Haaland's rating in the league this season is exactly the same uh, and it's like the, the, the kind of tagline was they can't be separated and I was like yeah how can you separate the World Cup winner from the guy who plays for Borussia Dortmund hey. it's impossible <laughs> 100 goals at 20 years of age is fucking psycho. No, no, I'm just saying. Like, it was like... Uh, it's a point I made before about, like, Mbappe already having his legacy secured. Anyway, but what I was going to say was, by diversifying, I don't mean buy a load of Haaland and also buy a load of Mbappe. I mean, buy a load of sports cards and then also put some money in places yeah, that aren't sports That's what cards. you mean by diversify your portfolio. It's not just a sports card portfolio. Yeah, it's I know. Investment. Portfolio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people had brilliantly constructed football index portfolios, but if the platform crashes, it's nothing. Yeah, you need a bit of gold, a bit of oil right. in there too. <laughs> yeah, throw some gold in, throw some oil in. As Gary V is kicking about now, tr- buy some vintage wines, uh, all this stuff. Uh, all right, that concludes Postcards United for episode thirty-one. We're back on Thursday. Loads to yeah. talk about on Thursday. Erling Haaland, the boy wonder himself, uh, set a record for modern cards. Uh, there was their Classicer as well, where Lewandowski showed there's still, uh, there's still uh, there's still life in the old. There's what still is life it? in the living set. What? I don't know. I don't know what I was talking about. What I was saying about the their Classicer. Can I say? Um, but that, mad that things have happened. Yeah, the whole yeah, way yeah. Like as soon as it went to three two to my mother and I was like yeah there was like two minutes left I think in the game or maybe one minute and I said to her they're going to score again and she goes the yellow team and I went no 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 the red team and as soon as I that, the fourth the goal went team. in and I was just like I've watched this game a hundred times so many times it's incredible when I saw uh, Goretzka's goal go in I was like I feel like I've seen Leon Goretzka do 17 that 17 times 17 times so I've just been watching this it's a I mean, even the last time there was their classicer I the, when I made the episode title I put it yeah. in quotes I was like oh their classicer like, like it's this, just the, the same game every time almost you know in terms of like, how it started was different added to a bit of excitement but it was never not going to finish like, it, it's so bizarre and uh, Dortmund just never learned that you have to take the fight to Bayern you might have to do something that you don't like to do to disrupt the best team in yeah, the world. You might have to defend when you have a team. You might have to defend. I don't know. You might have to maybe hurt maybe one of them. Just I don't stick know. to vibes. Maybe vibes are problematic. Yeah. Less vibes, more results. That's the that's the, the goal for Marco Rosa at Dortmund next season. Okay. That's it. Uh, I was going to tee up what's on Thursday, but you'll find out on Thursday what's on Thursday. Uh, Enzo, I'll have say a good this week. Thursday, there's a big, big game for my man. Oh yeah, Manchester United. Crazy. Listen, Milan. there's a lot coming up. I think Thursday will be a stacked show. We're going to be have to have our wee bits into us, and we might be might have a very long, a very long <laughs> one, Jason. 
Okay, I look forward to that. Um, goodbye, everybody. Have a good week. We hope you are well. And uh, yeah, be good to each other.